welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. This is the place where we take a no bullshit look at life's little lessons. Here, together, we find the spiritual glory in even the most wicked hard story. This is a journey from fear back to love and how we can find our greatest strength and happiness in some of the most unlikely places. I believe that if you're willing to change your mind, you can totally change your life. So are you ready to rewrite your story and choose to live free? Let's do this. Hey, you guys, welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. I am super duper excited to be here today. And I got to tell you the, to the God's honest truth. I've had to sit and think about this for a little bit, how I want to dive into it and how I want to approach it. Because look, I could literally have this episode be like three hours long. <laughs> and I do not want to inflict the consequences of me being myself on you. <laughs> so here's here's what I'm going to try to do. I'm going to start with why I'm even doing this episode, and then we'll take it from there. And I think it will become a little more uh, self-evident. So I'm going to be, I think at the last episode, maybe one or two episodes ago, I was talking about how I'm going to be doing some fun workshops with my friend, Emily Aborn, who I call Emmeline. And those are around content and storytelling and, um, how, in, how to communicate like with your audience and stuff. And it's for entrepreneurs and all that. And then I hinted, I said, there's going to be this other thing, this really fun thing that I'm going to be doing in May. So if you're listening to this, because look, I, people could be listening to this two years from now. I am talking about May of 2023. <laughs> in the year of 2023, um, I was talking about that I was going to be offering this really cool thing that would be helpful that would be calming and relaxing and that you could do from the comfort of your own home, okay? And um, and I wasn't being coy and withholding it from you. It's just, I, I still had to put the pots together. I still had to figure out um, when I wanted to do it, get the back end ready so people could sign up and stuff like that. And now I'm ready to talk about it. So if I did my calculations correctly, um, if you listen to this podcast on the day that it comes out, it will be on May 4th. And the event is happening on May 9th. And it is simply called this. It is called Storytime Hypnosis. Storytime Hypnosis. So I want to talk about this. Um, I'm going to, of course, tell you a story because when don't I, right? I'm a storyteller. That's what I do. And then I'm going to kind of circle back to like what the fuck that actually means. <laughs> why am I calling this thing this? And why you might want to come and join us and why I think it's going to be fantastic. And I'm wicked excited about it. And so one of my things um, just coming into 2023 is I was like, look, I'm just going to start talking about the shit that I'm wicked excited about, the stuff that I'm creating, the stuff that is like lighting me up and I'm on fire about. And this is one of them. So some of you may know, right? You know, I'm a spiritual mentor. You know, I am a certified hypnotist. I am an integrative hypnotist. I am also um, a certified uh, integrative change worker and life coach. Uh, I've been a yoga teacher for a long time. I'm a um, gateless writing instructor. Like there's a lot of things that I do. Uh, and hypnosis was one of these pieces um, that when when I when I became certified and I've done several certifications at this point, that when I became certified, it just kind of opened up like a whole new door for me. It opened up like a whole new door in my mind. And it was so fantastic because um, I, I guess all you need to know is besides me being a weirdo, <laughs> oh my God, is that I totally geek out on all things like King Arthur and Merlin and the Knights of the Round Table and magic and wizardry and sorcery and like, you know, witchy stuff. Like I just have always been fascinated by things that transform, transmute and that have alchemy to them, right? And hypnosis is one of those pieces that, you know, I would find myself stuck in certain patterns of thoughts, certain patterns of speaking um, uh, to myself about myself and uh, certain patterns of behaviors like habits. And I'd be like, I am a very strong-willed person. And I kept saying like, when I say I'm going to do something, I do it. Why can't I with this one thing like, 
like get past this thing? Like, why do I keep doing this thing? And I found that hypnosis has been an incredibly powerful tool for my first and foremost for myself in healing some of my own things and helping with my own um, trauma, my own patterns that haven't been helpful, right? The, the ways that I would sometimes talk to myself like an asshole, et cetera. Um, my stress levels, holy Jesus, right? So I realized that, you know, being a long time Course in Miracles student also, I mean, a Course in Miracles is spiritual psychotherapy. So it was like all these pieces kind of started to come together. So I, I, I like being able, let me just put it this way. I just want to say it like this. Hypnosis has become one of the, the keys that unlocks the door of my mind. And something that you may or may not know is that, you know, 95 to 98% of what we think, say, feel, and do comes from our unconscious mind. That when I first really learned that, not only did it like just stop me in my tracks because I was like, what are you telling me right now? That a part of me is on autopilot, that a part of me is doing shit without me like being consciously aware of it, that I have been deeply programmed. And we're going to get to that in a second. Um, and I was like, okay, so what's happening like with the other, what's happening in my mind the, the rest of the time? So I'm like, okay, so like two to 5% of uh, how I take action, how I think, how I speak only comes from the front of my prefrontal cortex. If I'm rubbing my forehead right now, if you're not watching this, I'm like, oh my God, I'm just like rubbing the front of my head. Like only that much of me is really conscious. So much is really coming from my unconscious mind. And I was like, oh my God, if that's true, I want to be able to talk to my unconscious mind. I want to put some better stuff in there. I want to put some more loving and kind and compassionate and resourceful and helpful shit in there. You know what I mean? I'm like, I always talk about how in my brain, I have these little guys, my little Philofax guys, and they kind of run, they kind of run things like the Dewey Decimal System at the library, you know? And I'm like, I need to send them more resources. I need to give them more, more bigger, better stuff, you know, <laughs> to be, to be, to help me, to help me with the consequences of being myself. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I've just found, I've always found hypnosis. Like remember Scooby-Doo, remember back in Scooby-Doo, right? And I actually have one of these. Oh my God, it cracks me up. So when I did my very first, wait, let me find it. When I did my very first um, hypnosis training, where did I put it? Oh, here it is. Sorry. Uh, and I'm back. When I did my very first hypnosis training, this little thing came. I wish I wish you were all watching this episode, um, but I'll describe what I'm holding up. So this little thing that I'm about to hold up came in my uh, welcome packet uh, from the NGH, the National Guild of Hypnotists. And I just thought it was the most fantastic thing ever. So what I'm holding up right now is like this little crystal ball on a chain. Right. And I'm just I'm just barely moving. It's swinging back and forth left and right and left and right and left and right. So if you remember, like in Scooby Doo, right, like back in the day, there was always be like the hypnotist who hypnotized you and it'd be like, follow the little ball. <laughs> so, so many of us have this idea of what we think hypnosis is. And unfortunately, because of things like cartoons in Hollywood and like stage hypnotists and street hypnotists doing like quote unquote acts or performances on stage, we often think of hypnosis as like, oh, I'm going to be put into a trance and be made to embarrass myself because somebody's going to make me cluck like a chicken or get naked on stage or act like an idiot, right? And it's like, oh my God. So, so much of being a hypnotist is first of all, educating people and de-hypnotizing them about their own beliefs about what they think hypnosis is. And that's really what I want to talk about today. And I might even call this episode, um, you're already hypnotized. You are already hypnotized. And when I first started training in hypnosis on one of the days, you know, my teacher had asked us like, 
you know, how are you going to be using this? Like, is it something that you want to do full time? Is it something you're going to be weaving into work that you already do? So we had to contemplate this. And one of the things that I definitely know as a Course in Miracles student and as a, as a yoga teacher and all these things, like I've been in the spiritual kind of realm um, in, in terms of like teaching it, being with it, studying it for a really long time. And um, I always think of myself first and foremost, my own habits, my own patterns, my own ways of being, my own identity, the way that I think about myself, the way that I speak, et cetera, et cetera. And I realized that in some ways, like I was already hypnotized by the world around me. Uh, I had already come to believe certain things, right? And so one of the things when, when it came time that day, when the teacher said, how do you guys want to use this? I said, well, I'm definitely going to be weaving it into the work that I already do as a spiritual mentor, um, taking this neuroscience and neuroplasticity and, and coaching the unconscious mind and all that stuff and weaving into the work that I do. But what I really want to do is use it to dehypnotize people, to dehypnotize people from the habits and the programming and the indoctrination and the conditioning of their childhoods, because one of the things that I know for sure is that even though I technically work with adults, right? People will often ask me, do you work with children? And I always say, no. I said, I work with technically, I'm doing air quotes, technically I work with adults, <laughs> but, but I'm really working with little kids in adult bodies that still have some wounds or some stuff or some habits or some patterns that are getting in their way and are keeping them from having, you know, the kind of lives that they want with happiness and, and peace and connection and belonging and intimacy and all those things that we, we really want to feel when we really want to know ourselves and uh, feel safe in our bodies. And, you know, that's one of the great things too about hypnosis work for me, because we do use relaxation, whether it's guided relaxation or some people might call it an induction or helping people to get more relaxed in their mind and in their body, right? When we do that, like the nervous system just kind of gets to like down regulate a little bit, you know? For me, I just think of hypnosis as a way to kind of give your nervous system like a really fantastic hug. That's how I kind of think about it sometimes. So, you know, we have the sympathetic nervous system, which is when we go up into kind of those triggered states of like um, trauma responses, right? Of fight or flight or freeze or flop or fawn or feigning death, right? And then we have the parasympathetic, which is more responsible for when things calm the fuck down, right? When we go into rest and digest and we feel more of a sense of safety, and so the nervous system, the number one thing it's always asking and, and don't I, like double a men hands if this lands for you too, because I know it made so much sense to me the first time I learned this, that the number one thing your nervous system is always asking is, am I safe? Am I safe? And I know for a lot of people, we grew up in environments or households or homes or um, in cities or places uh, where we did not feel safe. And then some other big, scary stuff happened along the way. Maybe your parents got divorced or one of your parents died or you were sexually abused or there wasn't enough food and there was trauma and there was grief and there was drama. And then it definitely, like, it was just like gathering evidence of just how unsafe and scary the world was, right? So if we don't um, get tools along the way and if we don't start to question, right, our survival mechanisms, because, you know, people often talk about, you know, their trauma responses and whether you go into fight or flight or freeze or fawn or whatever, or, you know, flop or feigning death, those ways that we were trying as little kids to just kind of figure out the world and stay safe in the world and navigate the world. You know, a lot of times we try to, as adults, we go back and we give those survival mechanisms a bad rap and we say, oh, you know, those things have become maladaptive. And here's what I want to say. Let me just like interrupt myself for a second. I'm going to explain what the event is that I'm doing, but all of this is um, leading to that and pointing to that. And then I will also obviously tell a story. So, um, but I think this stuff is really, it, this stuff is important. So if we don't, um, if, you know, we have a way of kind of like bagging on and shitting on and judging those survival mechanisms, but like, cause let's be real. I mean, they did a good job for a really long time. My survival mechanisms 
you know, I sometimes call them my shields. Those things that I used to survive my childhood, man, they worked for a really long time until they didn't, until they didn't. And that's when we start to say they've now be those adaptive strategies have now become maladaptive, but those strategies like um, have a lot of, uh, I would say wisdom and intelligence in them. You know, they were kind of pointing to this thing of like, I don't feel safe. And so I just know that I have a hypersensitive nervous system and that um, I have I have a hypervigilance about me that I have in some ways turned into a superpower. It is now part of my magic, um, but it's not really good for me to stay in a hyper aroused state where I'm always like aware of every little thing, right? Because it can be draining and exhausting. So for me, being able to experience you know, hypnosis, learning how to do uh, self-directed neuroplasticity, how to do self-hypnosis, but also um, how to use hypnosis in ways that serve me. Uh, I've had to like try and help myself, like dehypnotize myself from my own patterns and my own ways of being and my own ways of thinking. So we come back to this, right? I mean, hypnosis has been around forever. I think it's it's been around since like the days of like the pyramids in Egypt and way back in the day. And I know shamans have used trance-like states forever. Um, and, you know, it's been around forever. And it's also something that we all do all the time. We all slip in and out of trance. And I'm going to talk about that in a moment too. But one of the things that I want to say is coming back to this. So I like to use hypnosis to dehypnotize us. What do I mean by that? So when we're little kids, and you've heard me talk about this on the show before, if you are a loyal listener and you've been around for a while, right? So I, I should just Google who it was. It was either Aristotle or Plato or one of the smarty pants back in the day who said, give me the boy until he is eight and I will show you the man. Give me the boy or the child until they are eight and I will show you the adult. And I find that so fascinating. It's kind of like, well, what, what, is, what, what does he mean by that? And it's because like literally our programming starts in utero while we're still in the womb. We are already being influenced in the womb when we're like that third trimester before we pop out into the world, right? Um, by our mother's nervous system, their moods, their environment, did they feel safe? Was there enough resources? Was there enough money? Was she physically, yes, physically available to us? Sure, we're getting nutrients from her body, right? You're in, you're in the uterus, you're in the womb, you're getting nutrients from the, the umbilical cord, but we're also getting mental energy, physical energy, psychic energy, right? Like the, the vibe of how she was existing. Was she connected to us? Did she want to be pregnant? Was it a burden to be pregnant? Was she sick? Was she ill? Was she uh, using drugs? Was she in an abusive relationship? Were there just enough resources for your mother to care for herself and then also to be present to you? So right away, we're already being um, affected by our mom's nervous systems uh, because that's what nervous systems do is they co-regulate, they regulate around each other. Like if you've ever gotten a really good hug, double amen hands, if you if this has happened to you, you're freaking out, you're stressed out, you're overwhelmed, you're crying, you're whatever. And somebody you trust or somebody you love, somebody who is a safe, quote unquote, safe person for you gives you like a really good hug and you just feel your whole body just kind of like, I'm doing that long exhale. Like you just feel your nervous system come down, right? It's like co-regulation. You are able to kind of like, like I, I kind of think of it like booting off of the other person. And it's the same thing with our pets, our beloved animals, right? Like warm-blooded mammals, we co-regulate each other. That's why those of us who have furry kids and love our cats and our dogs and our furry kids of all different kinds, right? When we're in their presence, right? When we get really quiet and calm, like they're affected by our energy and vice versa. It's a very powerful and beautiful thing. So it starts really young, right? Let's come back to this. We're in the womb, whatever's happening with the mom. Then we come out into the world. And between zero and eight years old is when we are deeply, deeply, deeply programmable deeply hypnotizable, right? And deeply conditioned. 
right? We're indoctrinated into a lot of things. And sometimes it's the family structure. If you've ever heard yourself say something like, we're not the kind of people who do that. Or we don't talk about what happens in this house with strangers, right? Any of these weird little traditions and rules and like unspoken fucking contracts that that your family signed, you know what I'm talking about? Like, oh, we're not the kind of people to do that. We don't do that in this house. We don't do that in this family. We don't do that in this neighborhood. You don't rat people out, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? Our culture, our neighborhood, what school we went to, what church we went to or not, right? All these things. Man, do they lay a load on a young person. So we are always being programmed by our experiences and our environment and what we come, what kind of meaning we assign to what happens. And we're going to talk about all that on a different episode, talking about identity. But just know that we are hypnotized by our experiences in the world and what we come to believe, what we come to um, identify as, and what we also tend to repeat. Because repetition is one of the ways that we create neural networks in our brain. And this is why people will sometimes try to use like positive affirmations to like rewire themselves, right? But there are other ways to do it better. I would say, you know, you know it's Steve Austin, the $6 million man, we can rebuild him bigger, stronger, faster. That's how I think of hypnosis because hypnosis allows us to kind of move past the, the gatekeepers of the conscious mind and go into the subconscious mind where remember 95 to 98% of what you think, what you feel, what you believe, what you do, it comes from that place. So do you remember that meme? Not a meme necessarily, it's a graphic uh, that we see when it shows the iceberg and it shows that, you know, like there's a water line, right? There's a water line of the ocean and sticking above that is this tiny little triangle, like the tip of the iceberg. And we see that and we think like, whoa, this thing is massive. Like that's the iceberg. And what you don't see underneath the water is like 90% of shit, like how huge that sucker is, like where it is rooted, where, where like the base of it, right? The foundation of it. And that to me is a perfect example of the subconscious mind, right? All we see is that up top, that, 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 you know, 5%, that 3%, and we think, oh, this is it. But underneath it, there is so much more happening underneath the surface. And so for me, it's like, I think hypnosis is such a powerful thing that we can share with each other. And again, so much of us is taught that it is this manipulative tool like that you do when you're in like a bar and you're getting drunk or you go to some show or some street magician or whatever. And it's like, no, it's actually an incredibly deeply powerful healing tool. And I'm not here to like do a whole episode on like uh, hypnosis, uh, meaning because we, we would be here all day. But I will say this, we've all got unconscious beliefs. Uh, I wrote myself some notes here so I, so I wouldn't forget. Um, we all have subconscious beliefs about who we think we are. And so many of us have actually forgotten who we truly are, which I would say is we're not these bodies, we're not our thoughts, we're not our behaviors. Who we truly are, as I would say, is love or one of God's kids or, you know, people sometimes say, oh, we're made of the stardust. We're made of the same stuff as the stars. I'm like, cool, you can say whatever you want, but we get deeply programmed in, into believing that we are our past. We are our history. We are our stories. We are these bodies. And we kind of forget, we kind of forget like who we really are. And I think of hypnosis as a really powerful way to bring us back to the truth of ourselves and to use, um, how do I say this? To kind of like program in, to reprogram these old stories, these old patterns, these old things from our childhood or our past or our history, right? It's like releasing those and reprogramming in more helpful, more loving, more empowering, right? Thoughts, behaviors, habits. And so the programming begins when we're very young. And what's really interesting, you know how I said, like, so from zero to eight, we are highly programmable because of our um, the states of our mind, right? So we have different brainwave states. So there's beta, like right now, I'm fully awake. I'm talking to you. This is beta. I am conscious and I'm awake. 
Then there's alpha and theta. And those are those stages where you're a little bit more um, like in a trance-like state. It's almost like daydreaming. And we're going to talk about that in a moment, right? There's theta when we're becoming more deeply um, suggestible, right? The mind is available for new information, better information to come in. And then there's delta when we're like asleep. That's when we're like, we're deep sleep, we're resting, REM, all that shit happens. Little kids spend most of their time in alpha and theta. That's why, like, if you've ever been around, if you've ever been to somebody's house, right? And you're having a conversation with somebody, let's say two adults are sitting at a table, like having coffee or whatever. And the kids over there, like coloring or playing with this trucks or doing whatever. And you just think, oh, that kid's in the other room. He doesn't hear shit, right? And the two adults are kibitzing and talking and doing their whole routine. And one of them says something. And then all of a sudden, the, the little kid, even though he's paying no attention to you, he might be fully involved in like blowing something up and playing games. And one of them will say something and the kid will be like, that's not true. And you're like, what the hell? Because they hear everything. Kids pick up everything right? It's why you'll also like hear a little kid, like a little toddler. That's why it's so funny when you hear a toddler go all of a sudden go shit or say the F word and everybody whips around and it's like, where did he hear that? And like, oh, trust me, everything's getting into that little brain, everything, the environment, the energy, um, how parents, how present their parents are. They're, they're, they're taking in, they're taking in their environment in such huge ways. So the things that are said to us as children, the things that we heard repeatedly, like an example of like, we can't afford it. We can't afford it. We can't afford it. So many people, so many entrepreneurs are like, why do I have this money story? Why do I, why do I, why can't I, you know, quote unquote, charge, charge more? Like, why, why do I hold myself back and get in my own way when it comes to my finances? I'm like, okay, what, what did you hear growing up as a kid consistently? So without us even knowing it, we get deeply programmable. And so it's not even until we're like, nine to 11, where we start to kind of get that critical thinking factor, right? Where all of a sudden we kind of come online and we start to question some shit. But there's a lot that is already kind of snuck in the back door into the unconscious. So why I love hypnosis is it can be a really powerful way is like one of, one of my friends and one of my clients once described me, he said, you're like, um, he's like, you're like a spell breaker. And I immediately was like, tell me more. Like, what do you mean by that? And um, and he's like, you're like a spell breaker. He's like, we're all walking around like we're hypnotized and like we're in these spells of the conditioning of our life. And then you come along and you drop, like you give us these tools and you help us to see ourselves differently. And you show us that there's a different way, that there's a better way, that there's a way that is way more loving. And I love this because this ties into the spiritual piece of what I do when I'm using hypnosis, right? And so it's kind of like what, what hypnosis does and I think what spiritual work does. And this is just me saying this. I think that it is designed to heal the mind, to help heal the mind. And then once the mind comes online in a more positive and helpful and empowering and kind and loving way, um, then the body and stuff will follow. The new habits and stuff will follow. But we got to kind of get in there. And it's very A Course in Miracles to me, meaning this. Like in A Course in Miracles, what a miracle really means is it's a shift in perception in your mind, a shift in perception in your mind from fear to love. And to me, that just, for me, I'm not saying anybody else would agree with me. From my perspective, that is what hypnosis helps us to do. It helps us to shift our mind and support our nervous systems from moving out of a fear space, because fear can wear a lot of masks and fear can present in a lot of ways to a place of love. That to me is the miracle. And in A Course in Miracles, it talks about how it's spiritual psychotherapy, right? It is the relinquishment of a thought system of fear, and then it gets replaced, replaced with a thought system of love. And that to me is what we're doing in hypnosis. It's a reprogramming of returning back to the truth of who you really are. And I just think it's such a powerful way. And um, to, and again, it, it when we do hypnosis and we use the relaxation piece, we're able to kind of bypass the gatekeeper and to access the gatekeeper of the conscious mind and to access the unconscious mind. And it can be such a powerful thing. So I think of it like this, we do it, you use it to relax, we relax the body and the mind. And again, I'm not saying, because this is about what I'm offering, story time hypnosis. 
So this is my approach. I'm not saying anybody else is going to do it this way or think of it this way or would even 100% agree with me. I'm telling you what I'm offering and where I'm coming from. So I think of Storytime Hypnosis, this, this event that I'm having, um, and I'll tell you a little bit about it. It's happening. The first one is happening on May 9th, 2023. I hope to offer them um, maybe bi-monthly, like, or I mean, I should say bi-weekly. So every two weeks, uh, that's what I'm hoping to do. And um, the first one's going to be 25 bucks. You got to show up live. There is no replay, but you get to show up on Zoom from the comfort of your own home. Okay. So you don't have to wear makeup. You don't have to get dolled up. You can keep your, your camera off the whole time if you want. And it's only, it's going to be from 7 p.m. to 7.45 p.m. ish, right? It's going to be about 45 minutes ish um, online, uh, uh, Eastern time. I should say that. That's important because I'm on the East Coast. And so again, it's Tuesday, May 9th, 7 p.m. Eastern. It's going to be about a whole 45 minute experience total. You don't like, you just grab, you put on your comfies, you put on your PJs, you find a quiet, cozy spot where you're not going to be interrupted or disturbed by anybody or anything, right? And you grab your softest, most coziest blanket and you hunker down super duper comfy. You put on your headphones or put in your earbuds and you got your device, right? To come into Zoom, come into the Zoom room. And then I'm just going to little story time hypnosis. We're going to go on a little adventure, a little journey together. And it's designed to relax both your body and your mind. It's designed to release stress and to release um, old thoughts. Let's put it that way. Old stories, old thoughts, old habits and patterns, right? And then we are going to reprogram and replace them with more helpful, more loving, more empowering, more supportive stuff, you know? And that's the reprogramming part of, that's the neuroscience piece, right? We're gonna slowly over time through repetition, if you come, if you keep coming back to these, trying to reprogram the subconscious mind to rewire some new helpful neural networks. And you get to do it all for 25 bucks from the comfort of your home. Now I'm calling it story time hypnosis because of this. When I was a little kid, so I kind of, I said I was going to leave with the story, but I'm kind of ending with the story. So um, <laughs> when I was a little kid, oh, you can actually see the picture. Look at, if you look over my shoulder right now, I'm pointing to it. There's a picture of my mother and um, in this original picture, my sister was on the other side of my mother, but I'm sitting, I'm, I'm in my little PJs and I'm sitting in my mother's lap. And this is probably like seven, 1973. So I'm probably about five years old here, maybe four or five years old. My sweetie actually made that for me for my uh, 50th birthday. But that's one of my favorite pictures on the planet. And you can see my mother has a book and she's reading a story to me. Oh my God, you guys. I don't know about you, but double A men hands if this resonates with you. When I was a little kid, my favorite thing, one of my favorite all time little slices of heaven is being all cozied up in a safe place with my mom, with a book, with a story. Because what I didn't know then, what I do know now, is that that was a possibility for closeness and connection with, with my mother, who was the heartbeat of my life. Like my nervous system got to be in relation, close relation with her nervous system. I felt safe in my mother's lap. And one of my favorite things ever was the possibility of what happens when somebody tells you a story, you get to go on this journey. You get to go like, it's like story time is like the best. I mean, when you were a little kid, think about if you had access to a local library and that's a great thing, you know, guys know I'm a champion of libraries. I love libraries, libraries, even the playing field for poor kids, because we still have access to, to books and stories and possibilities and adventures and so much knowledge. Right? So for me, Story time and people telling stories. It's why I'm a storyteller. I think there's so much magic in storytelling and story time and books and all that stuff. But here's the thing. I'm like, so I want these sessions that I'm going to be offering, these, these group hypnosis sessions, right, that are happening live um, online, though. I want it to feel like that, that cozy, fuzzy story time. And that's what it's going to be like. You're going to be cozied up in your own home, in your safe place. Hopefully your home is a safe place for you. Let me say that. Um, you know, a quiet time to help your nervous system downregulate, to release old thoughts and old patterns that no longer serve you. But look, we can't access 
the unconscious mind, when the conscious mind is on alert all the time and stress the fuck out and like overwhelmed and busy, busy, busy. So this is going to be a way to practice some self-love, to practice some self-care, to take some time to make yourself a priority and to take really good care of yourself. So that's why I'm calling it story time hypnosis. So the hypnosis pat itself will probably be about 30 minutes, but we're going to have a little time to check it in the beginning. And I'm going to say this loud and clear right now. It's a little bit of tough love because this is important. Um, you got to be there on time. If you are going to sign up for this, please, please, please put it on your calendar, commit to it, commit to the act of self-love, commit to showing up. Because once I start the hypnosis portion, I'm not letting anybody else in the room. It, it does no good for you to miss the beginning or to come in in the middle or to show up at the end. I'm going to give people a little bit, a couple of minutes of grace period at the top of the hour because I know everybody's phones and you know watches or whatever might be different. So it's a tiny bit of grace period. But then once we begin, that's it. And I'm not going to let you in and there's not going to be a recording um, available afterwards. Uh, I might record it for my own stuff because I'm always trying to... Um, you know, get better at what I do and my own feedback and stuff like that, but I'm not going to be sending it out to people. So it's something that you have to be there or be square <laughs> to experience it live. So that's what it's going to be. Um, and I just think of this, like I said, as an opportunity to, to give our nervous systems a little hug because it's always asking, am I safe? And it's an opportunity to practice safety. It's an opportunity to relax the mind and relax the body and a chance to just like cozy up and hunker down and breathe deep and just kind of just like, you know, I'll sometimes say to my clients, like, you are being held in the soft palms of the beloved. It's like this, this opportunity to just kind of be held in a safe place and to um, allow your nervous system to receive and to um, just let go, let go of some stuff that doesn't serve you and to reprogram in some new, helpful, empowering beliefs. And it's, it's, I, I just, I'm so, I'm so excited. I can hardly stand myself. I wanted to share this with you because look, it's wicked easy. It's wicked easy for me to just say, Hey, yeah, I'm doing this thing. And you guys come do it. And I'm like, but I'm not here to convince anybody of anything. And what I do know to be true is that testimonials or referrals or hearing other people's experiences can be wicked helpful um, in when we're trying to decide if we're going to do something, if something is for us or isn't for us. And so I want to share this. So this is from um, my friend, Kirsten. Uh, Kirsten and I um, first met in our first hypnosis training and, um, you know, a while back. And um, so she she and I got patented up. So she got to experience working with me uh, a lot of times. And this is what she has to say. And so just stay with me. Um, so I'm going to read this to you. So this, this is, she just posted this on uh, Facebook, social media uh, the other day. She says, I'm sharing this. And what she's sharing is my post about uh, story time hypnosis. She says, I'm sharing this because this is such an incredible opportunity for everyone. We get the chance to experience Karen Kenny's hypnosis magic from the comfort of our own homes. Double amen. <laughs> Before I say anything, I'll say this. I only endorse things I truly believe in. She says, I'm not an affiliate and I get no kickback for sharing this. She's simply and truly the best out there. Oh, so sweet. <sighs> okay. I've been on the receiving end of Karen's hypnosis skills several times, and she is, all caps, hands down, provides the best experiences I've ever had. Her ability to calm and heal and soothe, are, uh, how do I say this? They're a little bit mind-blowing. This is so sweet of her. She says, so when she told me she was going to offer group hypnosis opportunities that require me to do nothing more than to find a cozy spot, grab a blanket, throw on a pair of headphones, relax and listen. Um, no brainer. <laughs> she says this, not sure about hypnosis. I don't blame you. And what she's pointing to is the fact of how it's been shown to us in the media and online and how it seems just so. I don't know, like ridiculous in some ways and manipulative and all that shit. So that's what she's pointing to. She's like, not sure about hypnosis. I don't blame you. She goes, but my short explanation is this. It's a guided 
nervous system reset. It's a guided nervous system reset via a heightened state of relaxation. And that impacts your brain. And she said, I won't geek out on neuroplasticity or neural connections or the neuroscience behind it all, but that's definitely an added bonus. She goes, all that to say, you won't be participating in any weird shit. <laughs> she says, your brain, your body, and your soul will thank you. And you'll probably thank me for sharing too. I'm just saying, and laugh emoji. She goes, if this interests you, mark your calendar for May 9th. And she's like, I like to think of this as a $25 emotional massage gift that I give to myself. So, I mean, that it's just so sweet. So I'm trying, I'm, I'm letting myself receive that. Thank you so much, sweetheart. So kind of her. But you guys, out of somebody else's mouth, that's her has been her experience. She's also a hypnotist. Um, so here's the thing. If this interests you, if you've been stressed out, if you've been feeling overwhelmed, if you just know like, oh my God, I'm at my wits end and I just need to slow the fuck down. And I, I want to also at the same time that I'm relaxing, give my nervous system the gift of experiencing maybe a little safety. And I always say, look, I can't tell you what feels safe for you. I'd like to say I'm creating a safe environment, right? Only your nervous system can decide if it actually feels safe, but you won't know till you try, right? And then also at the same time, releasing some old thought patterns and maybe reprogramming in some more helpful, more empowering new beliefs that help to start to shift and maybe create a new way of thinking of yourself, the world, and uh, others around you, which you know ultimately can lead to a new identity. Because, and we'll talk about this in, in another episode that I'm doing on, uh, on identity, is that we are really um, following the subconscious beliefs. Now, remember, again, I got to say it one more time, 95 to 98% of what we think, what we say, what we feel, what we do, it comes from the unconscious. So don't we want to, wouldn't we prefer to release some things, some thoughts that no longer serve us and program in some better stuff and some stuff that is more lo like loving and stuff like that? So to go back to Kristen's point, it's not going to be a bunch of weird shit. I will say this. It might be new for you. It might be different for you. Uh, you might discover that you are actually quite easily hypnotizable. And here's the thing. We all go into trance or hypnosis all the time. We are already hypnotized. Here's a really quick, here's a couple of examples, right? You ever drive down, you drive in somewhere? somewhere where you've driven a bunch of times before. So you kind of know where you're going. And all of a sudden you show up at your destination and you think to yourself, shit, I wasn't even paying attention the last three to five miles. Right. And I always say to people, what do you think was happening at that point? And they're like, I don't know. I just kind of checked out. And I'm like, yeah, your subconscious mind was driving the car because you've learned through repetition, 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 how to do that. So while you were kind of lost over here, going into trance and daydreaming, another part of you like took over and was doing the driving. It's the same thing when we watch TV or we watch a movie. And I'll say to people, have you ever watched a show? And all of a sudden when, when that, that, that scary character, you know, jumps out, you jump or somebody starts to cry or something sad happens and you cry. And they're like, yeah, I'm like, cause you're in trance. You're, you're hypnotized in that moment. You have suspended that thing between you and your subconscious. You've decided to go along for the ride and to go on the journey. You stop telling yourself, oh, those are just actors. And there's a camera crew standing right here. And that's not real rain or wind. Somebody's blowing that on them. We suspend disbelief and we allow ourselves to go into trance and allow ourselves to go into hypnosis so that we can have that experience. If you ever just kind of sit and daydream, right? It's like, that is going into hypnosis. You are dropping into a deeper state <clears throat> of relaxation and going into the unconscious where the unconscious is, is like thrives on like color and sounds and the senses and the imagination and feeling like that's the realm of the subconscious mind. <clears throat> so you believing perhaps that you are unlovable or unworthy or not good enough or fucking too much of this and not enough of that. A lot of times it's because you've already been hypnotized into believing those things from your childhood through those earlier years. And if something is said to us enough times repeatedly, we don't question it from zero to eight. 
we might start to question it when we get a little bit older, but it's already in the neural network. You see what I'm saying? And this is why as adults, it can be so powerful to go in and to release those old stories, release those old patterns and habits, release those old thoughts of fear and to replace them with more loving thoughts. Here's one final example. If I just said, if I was just standing <clears throat> across to you and I said, and I put my hand over my hat and I said, I pledge the allegiance to the flag. I'm not saying every single person, right? But most, most American kids who were born and raised here and went to school, right? Back in the day, my age group, if I did that and I said, I pledge allegiance to the flag, they would all automatically repeat of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indeliverable with liberty and justice for all. Why? Why do we all know that? Because we got indoctrinated at a really young age to stand up in class, look at the flag and put our hand over our chest. Did we even know what we were, um, um, I, we were pledging allegiance to? But we repeated it and we repeated it and we repeated it and it got in our brains. And think about how you can, somebody can start humming a jingle from when you were a little kid maybe and you watch Saturday morning cartoons and all the little jingles of all the little ads. That's what advertising is. It's a way of hypnotizing you. We know about subliminal messaging. What I'm trying to say, you guys, is we've, we've already been hypnotized in so many ways. I want to use hypnosis in a powerful, impactful, healing, loving way to dehypnotize you out of these old patterns of belief, these old <clears throat> unhelpful ways of being. So I want to help you to cast new spells. Like my friend says, you you are a spell breaker. Like what that that and I and I'm like, you know what? I agree with you. I do kind of like to come in and interrupt those patterns of thinking. I like to come in and break that shit up and say, hey, halt. Halt brain, halt habit, you know, the habit highway that we love to run down and drive down, right? And this is why hypnosis can be so incredible. So for me, hypnosis is not just using hypnosis to dehypnotize people. It's a way of casting new spells, better spells, what I would like to call love spells, like in a really powerful way. So you guys, I hope I did um, storytime hypnosis justice and what I'm trying to create. Um, if it if it if it interests you, right? If it interests you, I would love to have you join us. Okay. And you can just go to my website, Karen Kenny, K-E-N-N-E-Y. Always remember that, that second E, KarenKenny.com. And you'll uh, oh, actually, that's not true. Burr, I lied. I don't have it on my website yet. All right, here's what you can do. If you're listening to this show and you want to join us, right? Send me a DM online. So either on Instagram, my handle is at Karen Kenny Live, or get on my email list. Go to karenkenny.com slash sign up. And um, I'll be sharing about this a couple of more times between now and then. I will eventually get it on my um my my website, but right now for this first one, I'm just keeping it easy peasy. But if you follow me already on social media, if we're connected in any way, you can shoot me a DM and I will send you the link to sign up. So remember, May 9th is the first one. I hope to be doing more of these. I hope I explained it in a way um, where um, it made sense. But I don't know about you, but I, I said this and I mean this and I, I'm not saying this arrogantly. I was like, shit, I want to go to this event. I wish I could go to Storytime <laughs> Hypnosis and be on the receiving end of it. So I hope that you'll join us. I hope yourself that you'll uh, you'll give yourself the gift. I just want to check my notes to see if there was anything that I forgot. So remember, it's all going to be about relaxing the body and the mind, releasing old thoughts and um, stress, reprogramming in more helpful, loving, empowering beliefs. Just replacing replacing the old shit with way better stuff. That's that's what we're going to be doing. Relinquishing fear and instead replacing it with love. We're going to be breaking some spells. We're going to be casting some new helpful spells. Um, and we're going to be using hypnosis to dehypnotize those old ways of being and thinking uh, and showing up that that don't work. So it's a group experience, right? So obviously it's not going to be, I can't personalize it when I work with people one-to-one -one in the quest and I use hypnosis, I make them really personal and specific. Uh, with this, because it's a group, it's going to be a little bit more uh, general but it's all stuff that we all, 
I think will find helpful and can um, could use to hear more of. You know what I mean? To have somebody speaking into our ears, speaking into our minds, speaking into our hearts, speaking into our brains and our bodies, like life-giving, life-affirming, positive, empowering, um, love. Loving words, loving vibes, loving energy. So I hope you'll come join us. You guys, as I always say at the end of these, wherever you go, may you leave the people, the place, the animals, the environment, yourself, better than how you found it. Wherever you go, may you be a blessing. And may story time hypnosis also feel like a blessing to you too. But the only way you're going to find out if it is, is if you sign up, pay you 25 bucks and join us. I'd love to have you there. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. so much for tuning in to this episode of the Karen Kenny Show. <laughs> I super duper appreciate your time, friendship, and support. And look, if something that I shared from my heart today somehow landed in yours, I'd love to hear about it. So please tag me on Facebook or Instagram or IG stories or wherever the cool kids are hanging out these days and let me know what your favorite pot was or what you found most helpful. You can find me over at Karen Kenny Live. That's Karen, K-E-N-N-E-Y-L-I-V-E. And if you're digging what I'm saying and you want to hear more, I'd be wicked grateful if you could go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review because you guys, that's how you'll help me to keep spreading the love. And if you can think of someone that could benefit from hearing this episode, please share it with them. I'd also love to stay connected with you. So if the feeling is mutual, please go to karenkenny.com backslash freebie and download my free guide to building your spiritual team. Until next time, my brothers and sisters, keep living in the fearless flow. Know that I see you, I appreciate you, and I love you. And wherever you go, may you be a blessing. <laughs>